cup of joe with grandpa des hey hey steve how hey, you doing Paul. it's hey it's uh grandpa des oh uh, that's yeah. okay that's okay <laughs> shoot name shoot names paul fontaine as i'm sure you all know um and uh i'm here alongside my good friend steve geimer who i guess i don't we've been in the same place at the same time, but I'm not sure if we've actually officially met face to face, but we've done a few of these kind of things and we talk online all the time. Um, and you were one of the first ones uh, that reached out and I wanted on the show anyways, but you reached out and said you wanted to do it. So I'm, I'm happy you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. I don't think we've ever quite um, at least introduced ourselves face to face. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty soon, once we the uh, the travels a bit better, I think we'll be able to. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Like I'm planning. I know uh, you said you're not going to Dallas for WrestleMania. I am planning to, uh, but uh, you know, we'll we'll get together at some get-togethers uh, at the show. I'm sure. And, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, hang on. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I um funny thing about me not going to Dallas for WrestleMania is it's about 30 minutes south of where I live. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, too far for me to make that effort. So you're just not interested in, in uh, WWE, and that's that's cool. I mean, I yeah. get that. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that I my daughter really wants to meet Becky Lynch, uh, we probably wouldn't be going either. Um, yeah. so yeah. And uh, so we're planning to do that. So, so what's going on? Um, I, uh, so as uh, for those of you that don't know Steve and you know, you're hearing him and seeing him probably watching this, um, you've got the, uh, the English accent, but you're in uh, central United States, well, South central United States, Dallas, or just outside of Dallas. So what's the story there? Yeah. So um, back about, well, over 15 years ago now I was working uh for a company in the UK that sold cell phones. And I, I grew up in the UK, family's still all over there. And all of a sudden there was some joint venture business partnership going on. And I got caught up in the whirlwind. And uh, before I knew it, I was in New York City for nearly a year. And then uh, over to Chicago for a couple of years. Um, and then for the last, uh, last 12 years, I have been in sunny Texas. So uh, nice. Came down to, to just just north of Dallas, and uh, we settled here, and it's uh, it's it's home. Quite yeah. quite a quite a different uh, climate than uh, than the UK. It couldn't couldn't be yeah. much more different, I, I imagine. Yeah, the climate is very different, and it's funny because uh, I get asked a lot about the change in um, the, the the cultural differences and stuff. But you know, I think going to New York then Chicago and then down to Dallas kind of all made it a little bit easier because it's kind of, you know, moving across a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's, but it's home now. My kids were born here, so they're, yeah. they're as Texan as anybody else. So yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool. And you do, um, you do a lot of traveling. I know you, um, you mentioned that you, uh, you, you went to the all out pay-per-view and you're going to full gear next week which is cool. Um, we're finally getting back into the travel again. See, if it was normal times, we'd probably meet each other next weekend because uh, uh, full gear is like a, you know, I hop in my car, I'm there in five hours, um, wow. you know, uh, depending on how long it, it takes me at the border. Um, but we we go down to Minneapolis twice a year for my daughter's um, 
medical stuff. So uh, I, before we get to into this, uh, I'm drinking water. Uh, normally it's coffee, but it's water right now. Cause it's getting pretty late. What do you got? Yeah. Same stuff, buddy. So, All right. Uh, and I got the Winnipeg jets glass as, uh, hopefully you can see there. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm not sure how good you're seeing me. I'm uh, I've done I've done this rodeo a few times and I'm getting um, I'm getting frozen screens, but I assume this is all going out. No problem. I assume you can see me. No problem. Yeah, it's clear. Okay, good. Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, and it's it's definitely all on my end. I'm using a cheap government computer uh, for all my government friends that are watching this, which is probably nobody. Um, not that nobody's watching, but nobody from the government's watching me. Hopefully I won't well, slam them too much. I won't slam them too much. Um, so I've got, I, I, have you watched any of the shows so far? No, honestly, okay. no, that's uh, fair, I, enough, uh, fair enough. Go back and watch them. I mean, I got a nice little playlist. Um, they're all, they're all playlisted up and they're all like, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes most. So. Um, but the reason I mentioned that is because just behind me, um, I'm having a hard time, like right as you're staring, you know, is that Blues Brothers poster that I just got that. Um, yeah, it's that. actually, yeah, it, it actually belonged to my dad and my stepmom. Uh, and then uh, when my dad passed away, my my stepmom was clearing out the house and uh, one of my kids wanted that poster. So they grabbed it. And uh, <laughs> so they moved out of the house they were living in. And, uh, and then I get a call from the landlord who just happens to be my, uh, cousin. And she says, you know, they left all this stuff <laughs> behind. Can I drop it off? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And like the stuff she dropped off, it was like a whole truckload of stuff that they left at the house. And that poster was one of them. So it's, it's actually like, it's, it's, I don't know if you can tell by looking at it, but it's like heavy. Like I got to get some hammer and nails to put it up on the wall. I'll put it up somewhere. Um, maybe just to the, that empty spot there. I got to find a nice place to put it, but I really like that poster. Um, pretty cool. I yeah. have this, um, I have this interesting where my, as, the more tired I get, the uh, worse my eyesight gets. So okay. I, I can tell it's the blues brothers, but that's about okay. it. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, the, the small writing and I can't, you can't even see it in the thing. I just know what it says. It says we're on a mission from God. So, <laughs> and that's my favorite quote from the movie. Yeah. um have you seen the movie yeah 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 a long yeah. time ago one, one of the classics yeah, um definitely. speaking of classic movies i uh chatted uh you know last night um as we're recording this but it'll air on wednesday oh we hey we got a comment what does it say hey look hey. at that hey larry how's it going buddy awesome i didn't know if this was actually working so there we go um so yeah so we talked to chris last night about um about um the movie the last american virgin and uh and and yeah and blues brothers is you know probably won't be in the wheelhouse of what we cover but the show i recorded for friday is with filthy tom lawler and uh <laughs> and he i already forgot the name of the movie he wants me to review and he said he'll come on and review it with us and it's a bobcat goldthwaite movie um is it maybe called carry on Oh, hey, look at that. It works. Carry on. Um, I can't remember what, what he said the movie was called, but uh, I, I, uh, I'll watch it just to get Filthy Tom back on the show. Um, so that was a good show. We went a little longer than we would normally go, but you'll have to check that out, uh, Steve. Yeah. Uh, get a cool. chance. Tell, me, tell me what the movie's called that you discussed with Chris. 
so it's the last American Virgin, right. and um, not a lot of people have seen it, but not. it's you know it's it's a it's a classic '80s teen comedy, but it's got a twist at the end that you do not see coming. So okay. you, you've watched if you've ever watched an, a teen comedy, you know the plot, you know everything that's going to happen before it happens, except you don't see this coming, and okay. uh, that's why I love it so much. And the soundtrack is awesome. Um, but as we went over on the show, the songs that we remember from the movie um, weren't actually on the soundtrack. So they were just, you know, added into the movie, but they weren't actually part of the soundtrack. But they're the most iconic songs from the movie. So if you've ever seen it, you remember these. You've seen Fast Times, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's a ton of stuff. Like when you watch Last American Virgin, like there's tropes. You know, you got the nerd, you got the cool friend who's kind of a nerd too, but he's just cooler than the actual nerd. You got the hot girl that the nerd's got the hots for. He gets with her. She gets into trouble with the bad guy. You know, like it's all that stuff happens in Last American Virgin, but it's just the ending you don't see coming. So we, we get wow. into that on the Wednesday show and, and you'll have to check that out. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We had to record three times. So the first time I was, my computer just kept freezing and we ended up starting again. Then we went like 20 minutes and then I realized I forgot to hit record. <laughs> so, so we went one more time and we got it. We got it. So when, uh, when, when I decided to have you on and, uh, and, and, you know, we said, uh, you know, what's, what's it about and everything. And I was like, whatever you want to talk about. So we, you know, we've already had a, we already almost been going 10 minutes, but was there anything in particular that you wanted to chat about or you just wanted to catch up? Well, I think it was an interesting time because the it was the day before, and I know this isn't uh, you know about wrestling, but it was the day no. before and we were talking about um, recovery, Yeah, um, which I think you said that you and Mike talked about. Yeah, check that show out. I think you'll like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will. And um, that was interesting to me as well, just from, I think, you know, so many people having an opinion on how that how it works and what's happening, and, and that's natural, right? I mean, everybody's got an opinion on everything, uh, especially now. But uh, it, it just stuck, me, it stuck to me because I think that's how we got connected a little more, Paul. Yeah. We started talking about that. Um, I think there was a guy in our Facebook group who was newly sober and started talking about how, um, you know, he was never going to have a drink or whatever again. And he was like six weeks <laughs> in or something. And it was like, you know, good, good stuff, buddy, but don't, don't think that yet, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, it was interesting to, to hear various things. Like um, I know Oliver Cop good friend of, of ours posted uh, something about social media and asking mm -hmm. people's thoughts. And it was a very thought provoking email. Um, but talking about how social media could lead to these kind of things. And that's when I messaged you um, yeah. when I was talking about how, you know, what we learn in recovery or most of us do is that, you know, an alcoholic's an alcoholic and, you know, the trigger word is, is interesting, but you know, you, <laughs> drink when your team wins, you drink when your team loses, and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, so that was, or, that or was even the, if it gets rained out, <laughs> you yeah, drink yeah. then too. <laughs> yeah, you, you drink when you argue with your wife, when you celebrate with your wife, you know, you could always find, uh, um, yeah. find a reason. So I was interested, you know, is that is that kind of your 
thoughts when you looked at it as well? Or what do you, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, so I, there's a couple people in the group that I've talked to uh, with stuff like this. And it's funny how that kind of works out. And uh, obviously you were one and and Mike was, was one of the other ones. And then, you know, that stuff, when that stuff with Mox came out, um, you know, like I just, I had my own thoughts about it. And, you know, and I even talked with Jeff a bit, uh, my co-host on the Dynamite show. And, and you know, and, you know, I don't think he's been through it like we have. So, you know, I don't want to really like publicly shame Jeff or anything. But, you know, what it appears on the surface, you know, is the best thing, isn't always the best thing. And what really matters is what happens personally that we're never going to hear about. So, you know, if he's taking it seriously, if he's doing the work that you need to do and, you know, and, and, you know, and say whatever you want about Mox, he's a hard worker. So if he's serious about this and if he wants to beat this, it's going to take a lot of work, but he can do it. If he doesn't want to do it, then it doesn't matter if he goes into rehab or if he goes to AA or if he, you know, swears off it, it's not going to matter. Like, you got to put in the work. So we've, you know, we've, we've been through that. We've done it and we're constantly, and we say we've done it. We're never finished. <laughs> you know, yeah. every day is a new day. Um, it's, it sounds like such a cliche, but it's the truth. And um, my road has been a little bit different. I, I was looking back to see, you know, how much of it I've shared with you. I don't even want to get into how, what I've been in because everybody's unique. And yeah. my thing I don't think it would work with most people. Yeah. I, I think I've been very lucky along the way. I've got a great wife who stayed with me. Um, I've got a great higher power who uh, has always been there, even when I didn't really want him to be there. And so I took a little bit of a different path that they don't even recommend that you take, but I just did it anyways, because that's how I am. Uh, right. But I do have my moments as anybody in the Facebook group has heard and You've sent me the odd message and said, Hey, are you okay, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and a lot of times I'm not, you know, and that's what we got into with the conversation with Mike was, you know, um, it was actually during the all out weekend um, where I was getting, I got really depressed uh, because I wasn't there. I had had a ticket to the show and I couldn't go. And I was really upset about that. And it was, I wasn't fair. And I just, and I made the comment that I understand how people commit suicide now. Like, I don't, I wasn't thinking about doing it, but I understood like if, if somebody was in this, felt the same way I did, but didn't have a wife, kids, a nice house, a good job, all that stuff. And they were alone and they couldn't travel and they, you know, and they felt like life was fair. Like I understood it, not saying that I would have done it, but that I understood it. And as soon as Mike saw that comment, he, he reached out right away, like picked up the phone and called me. And, uh, and then, you know, we had a conversation and, you know, and he says like, oh, you know, it turns out you were okay. And I'm like, and this is like, we're talking about it two months later. And I said, I wasn't okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got okay because you called me, you know, yeah. I was definitely not in a great spot. So thank you, you know, and that's what we're here for. You know, when you reaching out, you know, like, I think the last time you did, it was just, no, I was fine. I just wasn't really commenting much in Facebook. Like I was busy, but yeah. you know, when you see something's off, you check in with your buddies and, um, you know, and, and you, you shared with me some stuff that you were going through and, and I appreciate that. And, um, you know, we're, we're not going to talk about that publicly, but you know, I could tell, you know, you, you, there's a way you are and you haven't quite been that way you know, and that, and that's fine, you know, and, and this is why we have talks and, 
And then sometimes you try, <laughs> you try to get through it or you just forget about it. Um, but you know what? Um, at the end of the day, we're here and we're having a chat and, uh, yeah. and having a cup of Joe, cup of water <laughs> at, uh, as we get close to midnight here. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Um, when you talk, talk about that, because, you know, I've got friends and yeah, I'm going through some, some personal stuff right now, but, um, which I love the way, by the way, when I told you that the idea was, hey, you want to come on the show and talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Pillman, you know, bring them on and just use the tragedy, yes. <laughs> well, I did say, I said, if you want to unload or if right. you just don't even want to talk, yeah. But I said, yeah, if you want to go dump on on the situation, go ahead. And you're like, no, well, we're not yeah. going to talk about that. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> messy, you know. No, but, but um, you know, you go through that, uh, like you, as you're going through stuff and, you know, I think people's, a couple of people have said to me, oh, I would have reached out, but I was trying to give you some space. And and it's just like, yeah, that's not really what I think people should do in these situations. Now, if you reach out to someone and they say, yeah, I'm fine, can you, can you leave me alone? Then that's one thing. Um, but, you know, it never hurts just to reach out and make sure someone's okay. And, yeah, I think the, the, the challenge sometimes is we wait until we notice that something yes. is wrong. Um, why don't we just shoot a text or, or give a call anyway, uh, just to, you know, just to check in. Um, I, um, I, I shared this, I shared this with Mike and, and maybe it's something about Texas, but I, uh, I got a couple friends that live in Texas. I, I can never remember exactly where they are, but it's a little bit south of where you are. And I see them in Vegas all the time. Uh, their names are Jennifer and Troy. Maybe they'll see this. Um, and uh, last year during um, double or nothing, uh, so this is like the first pay-per-view during the pandemic. I'm watching the show and it's right in the middle of the stadium stampede match. And all of a sudden my phone rings and it's like 11 o'clock our time. Like who the hell is calling me at 11 o'clock? And I pick up and it's a Facebook call, which is even more bizarre because I never get Facebook calls and it's Jennifer. And I've never spoken to Jennifer on the phone. And, uh, and, and so I pick it up and she's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, Fine what's going on? And I'm like, did you butt dial me? And she's like, no, no, you know what? Troy and I are just sitting here and we're just kind of making an effort to reach out to people and see how they're doing, you know, during the pandemic, because everyone's isolated and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, we had this, you know, 20 minute conversation. And it, over the course of this conversation, like both Jennifer and Troy, like told me they loved me, you know, like, and, you know, in a friendly way, you know, we're not doing a menage a trois or anything like that. Um, but, you know, it's like, we're really good friends. yeah, yeah, we're, we're really good friends. Like every time I go to Vegas, like I hang out with them. Uh, there's been a couple of times when I've just been there randomly and they're there randomly. And we just kind of, you know, go and, you know, talk and, you know, Troy and I like to gamble together. And, um, and yeah, and, and so we had this great conversation and, and it was just out of the blue. You know, and I it turned out that night I was totally fine and honestly a little bit annoyed when they first called. But at, but but after it was done, I was like, I so appreciated it, and I will remember it for the rest of my life. You know, um, yeah. as I will Mike's phone call. You know, which came at a time when I really needed it. Um, and, you know, and then conversations like this. You know, and and we'll do this again for sure because we're almost near the time I said we were going to go. And I feel like we could go another hour if we wanted to. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, so before we wrap this up, did you get any, you, you were talking about a crazy news item you wanted to share. Did you find oh, anything? Well, no, just 
I did, but just before we step up, I just wanted to say I think that's one of the only good points of a pandemic, if you like, that's happened is the 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 FaceTime, the Zoom, the that kind of thing has become a little more normal as mm -hmm. to where people do tend to do it a little more. So just you know, something that, that maybe is a good thing that's come out of this horrible last year yeah. and a half, two years. Yeah, so I did find something, Paul. And uh, this okay. is my, let me, let me see. Okay, so let me ask you first, how many apples have you ever caught in your teeth? And I'll tell you if you've got the Guinness World Record. How many apples have I caught in my teeth? Somebody is 15 feet away or more and they throw an apple and you catch it in your teeth. Um, that would be zero. <laughs> Same for me. Okay. Um, there's a gentleman in Idaho. It doesn't actually list his name on here, but uh, the gentleman in Idaho who does, apparently he's done 200 different uh, world records for um, to promote STEM education. So, you know, good, good calls. Yeah. And uh, the, the latest one he did was the world record for apples. Now, before, we, they're, they're talking smaller apples, right? So they, these are like this big. And someone stood 15 feet away from him. The record, apparently, because someone had done this before, obviously, um, was 46. <laughs> and he did 49 in 15 minutes. So this, okay. So just to be clear then, because I, I, initially I was picturing a bunch of apples at the same time. This is 49 in a row. This is, yep, just okay. one after the other. And it Good wasn't necessarily 49 in a row. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been like 100 and he only got 49 of them. So would you say that's more or less impressive than Joey Chestnut's uh, however many hot dogs he's eaten in a row? Well, Probably this, I think. Because <laughs> I can't even imagine doing thing. one. No, I can't, because the interesting thing that came from this, and this is why it's a news article, apparently, is because he didn't realize, as I didn't think of at first, in the physical damage it did to him. Now, I was thinking oh. of the apple smacking you in the face, but he's talking about his teeth and losing yeah. teeth and uh, biting the inside of his mouth and stuff. And it, it looks like he's, like, uh, bladed the inside of his mouth here because this is a pretty rough picture. But... Um, yeah, so the the physical torture we've gone through to to do this, but uh, forty nine apples in fifteen wow. minutes. I will say, like, I don't have the best, I don't have the best teeth, um, and I'm from Britain, Paul. I yeah, I know, I know, and I'm I'm native, and uh, so there's a thing called native teeth. Um, I don't do. want to get in too much trouble, but um, when I eat an apple, more often than not, my gums bleed. Like, right. so just from biting into an apple, like, you know, maybe not the first bite, but, you know, by like the eighth. And so that's why I don't eat a lot of apples. I, I'll generally cut them up and eat them that way. But if I'm just chomping at a thing, I'll generally like there'll be blood on the apple yeah. from my teeth. Cool. And yeah, it's gross. And uh, so 49, <laughs> I mean, 49. I basically look like I was just in, you know, I look like uh, Michael Chandler did after yeah. the fight with Justin Gaethje on Friday. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know what? Uh, that'll just about do it. So next time you're on and there will be next time, I want another news story and, uh, and we'll chat about something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we've already gone almost 25 minutes. It's funny. Cause I said, these things were going to be 10 to 15 minutes. And I think there hasn't been one that's been under 20 yet. Uh, cause I just, I have a hard time ending these conversations cause I'm having so much fun. Um, yeah. hopefully people enjoy listening to them. Uh, hopefully people aren't bored out of their tree. Thanks to Larry for joining us. 
Um, I don't know if there's anyone else on there, but uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more people watching later. And it's cool to know it works. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully, I appreciate what was it. That? Oh, God, thank you for doing this. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, glad to be there live. And it's uh, cool to know this thing works. Um, and you like my little professional ticker at the bottom there? Isn't that cool? I, I um, do. Yeah. yeah. When you ask me what I, I had nothing to put on there. So um, I'm glad you put something. On yeah. There. And then I plugged the, the fight game group. Um, we got some other ones here. I got uh, this one, Cup of Joe. We got that. We got that. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then I had a really cool one for Filthy Tom that you guys will all see on uh, on, fri on Friday. Um, so before we go, I like to start the show with this and end the show with this. So let's go with this. Hang on. Where do we go here? Oh, here we go. Uh, there we go. Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. Take three. All right. <laughs> hey, three is my go. lucky number. So yeah, I got Coke. We got what it. Got? What do you got? You got yeah, uh, something. There, right? I'm going to need something stronger at this point now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, this is my brand new Gary Coleman as Arnold Jackson coffee mug from a well, classic. The world TV don't show. move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you? Take it away, Dave. Right for some. A man is born. He's a man of means. All right. There we go. Get some I green tea. Just loosen up my voice. We'll do a duet. I did that without lyrics in front of me. That's from memory. That's how much the 80s impacted me as a kid growing up. And that's what we're here to talk about um, for the third time. Uh, <laughs> we, had some, we had some good talk going on in the last one. And now we're going to have to do it all differently. But you know what? All the stuff we were like coming and hawing on is just going to be right there. So that's it. We're, yeah, we're going to. Especially the Fast Times talk. That yeah, was like yeah, the yeah. refresher. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about Fast Times, actually. We are going to talk about this movie. It is The Last American Last Virgin. Last American Virgin. Yeah, I pulled out the DVD. Now we we assume that most of you haven't seen this movie and um and as i as i said um and i've i've actually plugged this movie on on or this show on the uh, previous podcast i've done and basically i've wanted to do this with you for a while and yeah. we wanted to talk about these 80s movies that um that affected our lives and that we grew up with and this one for both of us is like right right at the top of the list and it's not a movie that wasn't really popular didn't do a huge box office and when you talk to people about it more often than not they either haven't seen it or it's like their favorite slash least favorite <laughs> movie you know in this genre because it's the favorite in the sense that it's great the soundtrack is awesome the characters are relatable and everything but it's also sucks because the ending and we'll get to yeah, the end it's, it's got a more dramatic spin than revenge yes. of the nerds porkies just one of the guys like those are all fun movies and this one does have like the fun scenes like it definitely yeah. falls into those tropes a lot but yeah the the heart of this story and the fact that the heart of the story is ripped out of you oh. <laughs> by the time the movie's over i mean that makes it it's got the dramatic turn it makes it more relatable I mean, we were talking about the soundtrack and the way that certain songs carry certain scenes and just stick with yeah. you. I mean, it just it clicks on all cylinders. It's just such a good movie. Um, so one of the um, one of the songs, and I pulled up the soundtrack to this um, 
to this movie. And the, the, I think the most iconic song in this movie was, um, not actually on the soundtrack, but it's, it is the song that I think is most identifiable with this movie. And I think if we just play a little bit of it, we're going to be okay. So let me just uh, do this. And... Come on, we're longtime observer subscribers. YouTube can't come after us. Exactly. We'll get some clout. Here we go. Uh... Hang on. There he is. Yeah, there he is, but we're... it's not playing. Hang on. We'll just do this song here. Such a perfect song mm -hmm. uh, for the for this. And did you did you hear that? I know what you're playing. Okay, I can't, you, I can't hear it totally, but I I know exactly what you're playing. Okay. I know exactly where it's coming from. Right, and it's yep. it that was um, the Commodore song, and it was um, uh, here. Here we go. We got it now. Here we go. And when he comes, I'll let you go. I'll just so that that's that one and we're we're jumping ahead here because the one that i i had queued up we actually we actually played it on the earlier version of this that we did um but that was uh oh no by the commodores again not on the soundtrack but one of the most iconic songs on this film and this is one of the key scenes in the movie so the, the quick 411 we don't want to do like a full review of the movie but as Chris mentioned, it's got a lot of the tropes of, of all these 80s comedies that you've all seen. You've got the group of friends. They're all trying to get laid. You've got Gary, who's the relatable guy. He's a nerd, but he's a nice guy. And he's probably with, he's like a, he's probably he's like, like the seven. middle of the road guy. He's, he's probably not like a, total a seven, geek. but he dresses up as a three. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe, maybe like a six. He's kind of um, like, he reminds me a lot of, all right, to, to take him out of this and into someone, into a place that someone might actually know, he's a lot like Wyatt from Weird Science. Okay. Or Rat on uh, Fast Times or Fast Times. Times. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That kind of guy. Yeah, Mark, Mark Ratner. That, his name was Mark Ratner, which is like the UFC guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and actually, UFC Mark Ratner used to order a lot of stuff from us back in the day. He was oh, a long-time customer at Figure Story Company. Yeah, and, and, and Mike Damone. It is his buddy, and he's also represented in this movie by Rick, who's the cool yep. guy. So if you look at the cover here, so Gary is the guy on the just under the A in American, and then Rick is the guy in the middle who looks like Corey Hart, and then the other guy, he's kind of heavy-ish, and David. what's his name? Dave. Dave. Dave, yeah. And then on the back, this is the girl I was in love with, um, the, the guy, the girl on uh, Rick's arm there on the bottom. Uh, that's Karen. Karen. Diane Franklin. Um, oh my God. Gorgeous. She, Naturally gorgeous. Yeah. She did. She actually did. Um, did you ever watch the show Californication? Yeah, I actually have every season. She did a, a couple guest spots on that show and uh, she, she got a little naked. <laughs> so that was, you know, uh, I probably didn't even realize it was her at the time. So I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah that was, that's uh, maybe like season five ish, I think. Pretty sure that was her. And a lot of people get naked on that somebody, show. <laughs> maybe somebody will, somebody will question me. But um, yeah, so anyways, they're they're trying to get laid through this whole movie. And and in the background is this Karen, who was an exchange student, I think. Um, she had she, just recently moved to town. Right, yeah. So yeah. she's everybody's trying to get with her. And 
Um, and and Rick's just in love with her, and uh, or Gary's just in love with her, I should say. But Rick is like, yeah, she's the latest conquest. And Rick's kind of the cool guy in the group, so he's like the cool guy in the group of nerds. And he ends up with with Karen, and uh, so and but in the meantime, like the subplot in this movie is they're just trying to get laid. They have uh, they have this one scene where they meet these girls and they're gonna get cocaine for them or the girls are going to get cocaine for them or something but it's like like you said it's they're like, trying to impress them and they use like yeah sweet BB, or whatever. yeah and uh and then they end up with these girls and and uh so rick gets laid in that scene and even um dave gets David, laid in that yep. scene gary ends up with the fat girl with glasses and she's not interested <laughs> and then his parents come home and yeah. that's when all yeah. hell breaks loose you all know it's a ladies comedy fashion yeah. Now there, what I, when I Googled the, um, this movie just to refresh myself with some of the details, did you know that this is actually based on an Israeli film from 1978 called Eskimo Lehman translated yeah. as a lemon popsicle? Lemon popsicle. I and know that. I've because... seen that movie. Right. See, I've never seen the original. Oh, it's on YouTube. Really? All right. It's, and when you watch it, like, I didn't know this, but like, I can't understand what's going on because it's in Israeli, but it's last American version. Like, like scene like, for scene. Almost like almost exactly. Yeah. There's uh, except for, I think basically the Rick in this movie or the Gary in this movie is actually, he looks more like the David. So, you know, it's, but the, the Rick is like I, almost identical and the Karen looks nothing like Karen. Like you can't replicate Karen. Um, she's perfect. Um, I was telling you, my wife doesn't watch this. Um, I was telling you like when I was, so I was, uh, 11 and I was living in Souk, BC, which is on Vancouver Island. It's, uh, maybe like half an hour South of Victoria. And, uh, and so it's a little high school and, and I had just moved there. We were, we only lived there for a year, but there was a girl who looked like Karen. And I had a couple friends. I had a hard time making friends because I moved around school so much, but we had a guy, he looked almost identical to Rick. And then we had another friend who didn't look like David at all, but he was another eighties trope. Like he was a nerd with glasses and his name was Joey. And, yep. uh, and I was trying to get with my Karen. I can't remember her name. And I, but I mean, when I say I was trying to get with her, I was trying to get up the courage to even talk to her. Whereas my friend, my friend, the Rick, you know, he just went and like dated her, like, you know, no problem. Right. And so I was like resented him. And then when I saw this movie two years later and I was long gone from Souk, I was living in Winnipeg by that time. Um, I hated my Rick all over again because <laughs> <laughs> of what he did to Gary and what he did to me. Um, so yeah, so he, so Rick ends up with Karen and, uh, and then he gets her pregnant. So just like in fast times at Ridgemont high where, um, the, um, Damone. Jennifer Jason Lee gets pregnant by Damone and then rat ends up driving her down to get, uh, to, to get an abortion in this case. It was Rick didn't want to have anything to do with her. He was ghosting her. So Gary, he takes her to get the abortion. He pays for the abortion. Then afterwards, they have this nice moment. He and hides her where, out at his, what was his yeah, grandmother's house? Right, at the cabin. And yeah. you think, like, okay, you've seen, we've both watched every 80s movie. And we know, we don't just think, we know he's getting laid. Like, oh, yeah. you know, he's at the cabin, he's getting laid. And, uh, and that's when that Oh No song plays. You know, and and uh, and and you did just have this moment, and then they confesses just confesses his love. Yeah, he confesses love, and she's just like, oh, you know, and and it's like, I think in her mind they're just friends, but you know what? I'll throw him a bone and I'll kiss him, you know. And so she kisses him, and then he's just like, oh my god, she loves me, and then she invites him to her birthday party, 
uh, her 18th birthday party. And, uh, and he's all excited. And so he goes and he gets her this, whatever it says in the write up the gold ticket. I don't know. It doesn't even matter what it was, but he had like, uh, the locket and he had it engraved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he shows up and he's going to give this to her and he's going to, you know, they're going to be live happily ever after. Cause there's like five minutes left in the movie when, when yeah. all this is going down and he shows up at the party and he's looking for her and he can't, where's Karen? Where's Karen? Oh, I think I saw her here. I think I saw her there. And then he finds her and she's making out with Rick. And she looks back at him and the look in her eyes. Yeah. Oh my God. It wasn't just him. It was like, why are you that whole, me? like, like it, there is, there are no words. He doesn't freak nope. out. She's not like, Oh, Gary, like, nope. It's, he walks into, I think he like goes into the kitchen Yeah. and she's all over Rick. Rick's all over her. And she glances over Rick's shoulder, sees Gary and just like the tears are welling up in his eyes. And she just kind of has like this, Oh. It's not like an aw shucks look. No, it's like she doesn't know what to say. She's like, oh no, like she's like almost like, why are you even here? Like yeah. I'm here with Rick, and why are you bothering me? Like it's like the whole moment didn't even happen. And that's supposed <laughs> like, to be his best friend too. Yeah, and he just kind of like turns around, yeah, and he's yeah. like, you know, and this is you know days hey. after he's like, ah, let her let her go have the procedure. Yeah. Like it's, she's not the first one. Like who cares? Yeah. And they just kind of look like, well, hey, like yeah. we're he's we're good. Like, what are you looking Thank, at? Thanks a lot for doing that, dude. Well, I think didn't they have a fight at two at at one point? Like they were arguing about it, and then he's like, "You're a prick. You're an asshole." Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He went he went off on him, and then yeah. Rick and uh, David, like that group, had all gone skiing, so they used that as the cover story. Right. So that group was separated from them while she got everything done, and he hit her out for a couple of days. That's yeah. how they were able to get away with That's that. That's where they were at the cabin where, you know, like I said, we were sure he was going to get laid. And no, yeah, it's <laughs> it just uh, it didn't happen for our boy Rick. And and as we were talking about before, the um, the iconic song that played over and over again in this movie that actually was um, not in the soundtrack. And I'm going to I'm going to play a bit of it here. Um, when I hear this song and I've heard it, you, you don't hear it on the radio a lot, but you hear it occasionally. Whenever I hear the song, I'm instantly taken back to this movie and it is going to be this one. And if you have ever heard the song, you are going to, you're going to instant, or if you've ever seen the movie, you're going to instantly be taken back to this movie when you hear this. Is it playing? It's not I can't end. hear on my end. No, it's not. Oh, here we go. Because I muted it. It ever changes. We're back to being strangers. Wondering if we ought to stay or head on out the door. Here we go. And that is the song. And they when you hear when when you hear that song and you you just know it's bad news for Rick. Um, and that's the song we're left with at the end of the movie is that song playing and the camera on Rick and just tears down his eyes. He's and driving he's, away. Yeah. He's driving and away. The credits and, are rolling like, and he's just, yeah. And it's like no happy ending. No, it's a gut punch. It, yeah. it is a gut punch, but and we've all, is, but we've all been there. We've, we've oh. all had the girl that for one reason or another, it didn't work out. And we found out at the most inopportune time. And she went with the absolute wrong guy. Because you know what? He's hot or he's got money or, you know, whatever. Um, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter. You know, the good guy, the good guys don't always win. 
They and, do not. Uh, no, and uh, and poor Rick. I mean, I don't know what happened to Rick. He at the end of this movie, he was still the last American Virgin because he never got laid in the whole movie. But Gary, Gary was Gary. The last I'm sorry, Virgin. Rick yeah. got laid a lot. Rick yeah, Rick, a lot. Rick was definitely not the last. Yeah. No, so the 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 soundtrack in this movie. I mean, you've got you've got um, Tommy Two Tone, not his famous song, but a song called Teen Angel Eyes. You got the Police with Do 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 Da 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 Da. You got Whip It by Devo. You've got uh, I Know What Boys Like by The Waitresses, which yep. is another Open one. Open Arms that, by Journey. Yeah, yeah. I Will Follow by You Too. Um, Keep On Loving You by Speed, uh, Ario Speedwagon. Uh, Shake It Up by The Cars. Like it's, it's, It is a stacked soundtrack. Yeah, except that, that these, like I said, soundtrack. these songs are not actually on the soundtrack. The actual 10 songs on the soundtrack is hardly any of the good ones. Um, now, I don't know. Maybe there was like a an extended version at some point, or I'm sure somebody put together a compilation you can find on YouTube or whatever that'll have all these songs on it. But the, like, I know what boys like, that's the scene where, you know, the one we talked about with the girls and the cocaine and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the waitresses who also had that famous Christmas song. Um, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it's, it's iconic. Um, I encourage you to check it out. You can't find it. Like it's not on Netflix. It's not on Amazon prime. You have to probably buy the movie. physical media this time. Yeah, and let's yeah. talk about how the cover of your copy of the DVD, the scene right there, they've got it edited on the cover as if they're just checking out a girl at poolside. Which never happens. That okay. scene is actually that they're trying to drown their crabs. Yeah. Yeah. In the pool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get an STD and they're trying to cure it that by was, drowning the crabs. The Spanish, so there's the the woman. She's like, uh, I think it was like Charo, maybe, or it was she was like Charo. Her uh, her boyfriend Paco was like a sailor yeah. or, or yeah. A, a seal or something. not a seal. She, uh, worked for like the you know the shipyard or something. So and Gary's delivering home. pizza to this girl, and the three of them all show up, and she's just hot to trot. Like she wants to get laid, so she she has sex with Gary. She has or she has sex with Rick. She has sex with Dave. She's about to have sex with Gary, and that's when Paco comes back and breaks up the whole thing. And then they all get crabs. Somehow Rick got crabs, even though he never got laid. Yep. Uh, it was uh, it was Carmella and not WWE Carmella. Carmella. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, no, very much different. Um, again, <laughs> if you grew up in the 70s or the 80s, you'll remember an actress named Charo. This wasn't Charo, but she was definitely very similar in look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was meant to be Charo. And yeah, so they they had that, and then they had the the women, um, the girls at the party. You know, again, Dave and Gar Dave and Rick got laid, and Gary didn't, unfortunately. And and then the parents showed up, and and it was all your your typical chaos. So yeah, so that was uh, Last American Virgin. Check it out, find it. Um, we're gonna do this again and again and again, hopefully, um, and hopefully next time it will go better technically. The the last one here went okay. Um, you know, we yeah. got the see uh, Chris's uh, ticker on the bottom there, Figures Toy Wrestling at uh, Figures Toy Company on Twitter, and the website's on there, and he's also got his own personal uh, thing. And then you got my Patreon there, patreon.com slash fightgamemedia, if you want to check out more of me. I got the two shows. Uh, if you're watching the show, this is going to air on uh, Wednesday. So um, if you're watching the show, leave in the comments what movies you want us to talk about next time. Um, there's, a, there's a whole slew of these movies. Um, I know uh, Darlene uh shack who i'm gonna have on the show in a couple weeks she's gonna love this and she'll have suggestions for us i know her favorite yep, one and we've already batted around some ideas but yeah we also want to cater what's, to the audience too i'm trying to remember and she's probably gonna bother me what's the c thomas howell you're you're the guy to ask 
What movies was he in? Because that was her guy. What, Soul Man? Not Soul Man. Uh, maybe Which, Soul, uh, Maybe that was the one. I'm trying to think. There, there she. The one with she him loves, and Ray Don Chong, the one where he, the one where he pretends to be black. No, no, the one that's that will never fly in the modern no, society. Most of these wouldn't fly. Like Private School for Girls is another one we could do. Uh, Porky's, you know, Fast Times. I mean, we'll definitely do Fast Times at some point. Um, Weird Science. Just one of the guys. That's a classic. Just one of the guys. Oh my God. Can't Buy Me Love, the original. Hot Dog, the movie. Oh my God. I just, I watch that at least every couple months. Yes. Um, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Not, not the, uh, what do they remake it as? It was uh, with Nick Cannon. Love don't cost a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to do, we got to do the originals on all these. Yeah. He made I mean, that I'm not one. saying, I actually saw I'm not saying the re go ahead. Oh, that one in the theater opening night. I'm not saying the remakes are bad, but we're, we're doing the originals. Um, you know, uh, and even we can even get into American oh, sure. Pie. Yeah. You know, if we want to. So, so that's going to about wrap it up. Uh, yeah, I went, I said, we we're going to go 15 or 20 minutes and we're just about at the 20 minute mark. So nope, I'm okay. yeah, for Chris, I'm grandpa Des, and this has been cup yeah, of yeah, Joe, for sure. cup of Joe, or in this case, diet Coke or tea with grandpa Des. And Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. Hey, Filthy. How you doing, buddy? You like I'm my professional great. theme song? Well, the opening is pretty professional, and then uh, <laughs> then the ending leaves a little bit to be desired. But uh, hey, what can I? Hey, say? you know what? The picture looks better now the way this is set up than it did when we were pre pre thing, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you're uh, over overthinking. I think we'll be okay. Okay, for good, once, good. for once, yeah. I'm optimistic about this. Yeah, you've got. I love that McGregor Diaz poster you got in the background there. Yeah, and, I only. Uh, you know, fought on that show. That's why I have that. Yeah. Signed by everybody. I've got a banner that you signed along with everyone on the show hanging in, just in the other room next to me. And it's uh, the Dillashaw um, Brow card. So it's yeah. you, it's Misha, uh, Dillashaw. I can't remember who else. That's the all I cared about. The retired Jean Vellante. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would be on yeah. that. Joe Lozon. Yep. Everybody. Ben Saunders. Yeah, yeah. So so you thought you might have some news, but you don't yet, and that's fine. That's not why I had you on here. I had you on because this is – okay, so this is Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. I'm drinking coffee. Uh, what do you got? The blood of my enemies. <laughs> no, I got this. Uh, I actually went to the store and got something I haven't had before. This I figured since it's Grandpa Des, yeah. I got a little poppy. Cool there cool Stra strawberry lemon prebiotic soda we'll see. i thought maybe you'd do a callback and get the uh major what is it called the major melons or There's mountain dew major melon zero yeah. i saw it at the store uh but i don't think i could handle the whole 12 pack of it it was only the 12 pack zero things they have a new gingerbread one uh oh my but they god don't have that it sounds zero. awful that sounds yeah, it's awful. gotta be i don't drink regular soda uh I had that. I had some of that. Remember, I told you I wanted to hear it so bad. Yeah. I wanted to have it so bad. So I, I was down in the States, um, I guess about three months ago, and I bought some. It's freaking awful. That doesn't look good either. <laughs> it, well, 
It's not very soda-ish to be oh, fair. Okay. It's more well, that's like, probably good. That's probably good for what you like. A, a flavored water. No, so I need a little bit of danger in my life, man. Come on. <laughs> so what's been going on? Like you okay, so you're supposed to fight Mo you're supposed to fight Motsley this weekend, but that's not happening. So um or no, two weekends from now, right? Yeah, in Seattle. Next weekend. Do you know who you you got yet or no? I have absolutely no clue. Uh okay. Brian seemed to act like he knew more than I did. Hey, that's uh, cool. But he gave me no idea whatsoever. <laughs> so that's all right. I'm that's like, all right. oh yeah, no problem. You know, hey, you'll get a make good. They do make goods. Maybe they'll send Danielson. That'd be yeah, cool. Perhaps who knows? Maybe do yeah. you know more than I do. I don't really uh, care to be fair. I've got to say uh, maybe. And then that way, if I let something go, I'd say, Hey, I didn't say anything. I just said, maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got the new Japan pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah. I guess it'll be tomorrow. Is that on pay-per-view? Uh, yeah. Battle in the Valley on fight. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know. I, I thought yep. it was uh TV taping. That's no, a hell of a uh, card. Okay, so Saturday is the pay-per-view. The la I believe the last hour might run against the first hour of AEW. Yeah, um, uh, yeah that's what's happening because I know Garrett is he, they're gonna watch the no, it's the it's the opposite. It's the the first two hours of the pay-per-view. Yeah, then then the, your show goes against the last hour. That's right. That's right. Because they're gonna leave the house, go to your show, and then go back uh, and watch the rest of the pay-per-view. Okay. So and yeah. try what, to stay what, unspoiled. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't yeah. matter to me because I'm the yeah. one that's and you're in the, in the ring. You're so I'm not gonna be the back here watching anything except for the action right before me. So yeah, that's a hell um, of a card. Yeah, I've got a, a 10 man tag, which yeah. uh you know, I, I'm more of a singles competitor. <laughs> but the last 10 man tag that we had at Resurgence uh in August on that pay-per-view was a lot of fun. So uh to be honest. Before these 10 man tags, I go watch a lot of crazy Max. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just figure if I'm going to be put in that environment, let's try to get out there and flex as much as possible, do you, some, uh, some high spots and let everybody, you know, you got to steal good. the show. You got to steal the show. You got with all those big singles matches, you guys could just have a hell of a banger out there and just, yeah. Know. Hey, last, last, uh, team filthy 10 man got four stars in the observer. So, we're going for five on this. My one. logo got five stars. You can no see in the, top, hey, in the top in the top right corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Gilbert from uh, Brace for Impact. Too. Yeah, Mike Mike Gilbert from Brace for Impact made that for me. It was so nice. Um, actually, his uh, partner. I think you you talked to him uh, about a month ago. JD Oliva. Yeah. 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 So he uh, he's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So Mike was my first guest, and he hated my old logo. So he, he, uh, he, he decided to make me one and, uh, and then I did the professional theme song. So, oh, Hey, speaking of which, um, I didn't tell you about this. How's your voice feeling? Why? Uh, you, you sound all right here. Hang on. Yeah. You don't even know this is coming. No, Hang I don't. Let's see if this works. Uh, is it go. coming? That's the question. Yeah, it's, oh, it's coming. Just wait. Okay. When you see this, you're going to laugh, but you gotta, you could try it. See what happens. Can you hear? This uh, this isn't my. I don't know this song. Yes, you do. Don't you? Isn't this I the know one? This, song, but I, this isn't my. Full oh, tank. it's not the one. It's. Oh um, come on! Oh I man, I don't want to do medium pace here on this show. We don't. Okay, well time. then we won't do it. We won't. Do I it. know exactly what you're going for there. Yeah, I. That's my <laughs> song. Okay, I screwed up. I screwed up. Hopefully we don't oh, get. Oh, look at that! 
Uh, True grandpa dead. So if I would have come up with medium pace, you'd have tried at least tried it. I may have left the room. All right. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is this the show for that? Uh, You could be. I mean, it's YouTube. It's YouTube. I mean, it's Grandpa Des. I got the beard for the gimmick, but like when I when I run into you, like when we're in Vegas, like I don't feel like I'm like like a generation older than you. I mean, you probably think you're a generation older, younger than me, but I just kind of feel like you know, I don't know. I feel a lot younger than I am. So, or maybe I feel like you guys are older than you are, like you and Promise and you know some of those other. Well, I'm 38 years old. I don't yeah. know. Old man Promise is like at least what 43. He's 43. Mid 40s. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Brian. Yeah. Brian's 47, I think. I'm 51 for crying, crying out loud. Really? I know we had the joke, like, because we okay, so we're recording this, you know, behind the music here. We're recording this on Monday. This is going to air on Friday. Last night, I recorded the Wednesday show, and um, Chris DiPatrillo, you know, Chris, right? I don't think uh, so. from Figure Toy Wrestling, uh, no. ball guy. Okay, well, you no, I'm a uh, I'm a foreign objects, okay, but you, you've guy. met Chris, I'm yeah. sure you probably just don't remember him. I, um, I, yeah. I'm, I hope I'm not making a grave mistake. No, no, no. It's it's fine. <laughs> but we did. We're we're doing like a regular bit where we go over like uh, teen comedies, and so yeah. we did um, we did Last American Virgin yesterday, and um, and then we you know we kind of started talking about Fast Times at Ridgemont High because it's similar. And when I remember when last year when you were reviewing SmackDown on the Brian Show, there was that one segment that was like right out of Fast Times. And you're like, I told you, like, that's right out of Fast Times. And you're like, dude, that movie came out before I was born. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> but like, yeah. seriously, you've seen, you are you seriously haven't seen that movie? No, I've never uh, seen it. I mean, I know oh, who Spicoli man. is. Yeah, yeah. Right but, but that's uh, that's just because he was hanging out with the wolf pack. That, that, that scene, though, was so iconic. Like the, and there's a, okay, this you've probably seen, the Stacy's mom video. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they recreate that scene in that video. So it's the yeah. same thing. It's you know, like she's coming out of the thing and she rips open her top. I sent you the link. <laughs> I'm like um like American Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um we're gonna do that one too. Super bad yeah era, oh. you know, or you know, really even like clueless. Like yeah. I remember uh my sister's can't hardly clueless wait. Mike was kind of into it. Can't hardly wait, probably. That, no, that came out in like see, 99. That was, I was like too young. Well, you were like 16. The, the movie came out in 99, didn't it? Did it? Really? I think so. That's I like got... the, the first love movie I really remember is Mannequin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're, I love that movie. I'm serious. We're gonna do that That's one. We're, we're definitely gonna do that one. We're we're tossing around movies because we did three takes, so I don't even can't even remember what actually made YouTube. We did if 20 you... minutes and then we realized we weren't recording, so we had to redo the whole thing. If you ever need uh, a guest on that show, yeah, uh, oh yeah, watch a movie. I want to watch Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay, okay. Well, the thing is, yeah. Well, the thing is, we don't. It's funny because we don't actually like because we only got like fifteen minutes, so we don't really like review. We just um, like we just talk about the movie, you know. Like so, we you know like so it's not really like a review. It's more like our feelings on the movie and stuff, kind of like an overview. This will be like a one-off, a special yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. It doesn't sure, have yeah, to yeah. be in, in that uh, sequence of shows. It could be Fair you know, enough. just you and me watching Hot yep. to Trot. 
Sounds good. For well, then you've got a, a live commentary. Then you know what? Then you're going to, do you have a, do you have a DVD player? You're a generation older than me. Okay. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say, cause I, cause I could get you the last American Virgin. You can watch that. And then we can, we can talk about that one too. No, Hot to trot and last no. American Virgin. That movie I've, is so great. I like to stick with what I know. Okay. You know what Fair I mean? Enough. I listen to the same albums for 20 <laughs> years. Uh, I watched the same 10 movies over and over and over again. I've watched Kazunori Murakami. Uh, you know, you want to talk about the same music? There? I'm watching the same show Murakami you. matches. I've watched I've, Noah Man. I don't know if you can see this. Butcher 500 times. This is what I was listening to today. Can you read that? It don't yeah. come easy. Ringo Starr, Young Girl Ringo by Gary Star. Puckett, The Union Gap. I know a place, Patula Clark. <laughs> That's God, before I, I was born, dude. So I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm old. Um, so what's what's going on with uh, with the kids? It's okay. So I always remember, forget your daughter's name. I know Finn. Yeah, um, that one's easy. Yeah, what's your daughter's name again? I'll try to not to Gabrielle. Gabrielle, what? Gabby? Like I, I should yeah. easily remember that because you always Gabby, um, whatever the uh, fighter. Garcia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how are they doing? I guess Finn's in kindergarten, eh? But they're they're both in school, so it's uh, okay. It's a lot. Gabby's uh, in school already. No, well, like preschool, pre-K. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's half day. Yeah, but uh, that gives me a few hours that yeah. I didn't have before <laughs> free time. But um, it also like I gotta like drop one of them off early, then I gotta drop one of them off a couple hours later, then I pick them both up. So it's a lot of just you know yeah. back and forth and time consuming stuff. The school is really really close, but. Um, we got we we finally got asked last year finally we got emily's being picked up by the school bus now so mm. with the pandemic i'm working from home like right yeah, where yeah. i am right now is where i work so it saves yeah. so much time i don't have to drive to work i don't have to drive to the school i'm like i got eight hours to do whatever i want and i'm yeah you know, yeah quote unquote working oh hopefully my bosses aren't watching uh <laughs> well it's a bunch of like little stuff that just takes up time like i have to yeah Pick up my daughter like 15 minutes earlier than my son gets out. So then I have to sit there and oh. wait, you know? Yeah. So then that ends up taking like over a half hour just sitting there. It's just little stuff like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about it, but that's the thing I have to complain about the most, I guess. At this point and that's, and, a and really yeah. good sign. So, and Pauline, like she obviously she, she's at work, I guess, during all this. Not now. Se- oh, okay. Seasonal, man. Oh, okay. So, okay. So why isn't she picking up then? Time. I guess you're you're technically unemployed right now, right? <laughs> freelance. I'm always freelance, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got okay, so you got New te- Japan. Technically, we're independent. I'm an independent yeah. contractor for the last twenty something years or whatever. Well, you are really. I mean, you know, even if you get signed, kind of. even if you get signed, unless it's WWE, you're still technically an independent contractor because they yeah, they let so. you do indies. No, they let you do indies. It's just WWE that doesn't let you. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I'm saying is like I've been an independent con yeah, yeah i've yeah. been an independent contractor forever when i wasn't really right <laughs> you know, yeah. not really well ufc like, in the ufc yeah. although apparently i don't know what kind of deal andre arlovsky's got because he's got to get in <laughs> what there the fuck wrestle. oh pardon my french i got i got you know? my christian friends watching this i gotta watch my language yeah hmm. hey hmm. different strokes for different folks like you, different takes they will chris DiPatrillo. Huh? chris DiPatrillo had a different strokes cup <laughs> on, on the show live yesterday so it got me singing the the theme song 
to different strokes. <laughs> I do a lot Sorry. of singing on these shows. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a little, it's a tad embarrassing, but hey, Grandpa Des. What's, uh, what are those toys you got behind you there? So those are uh, the action figures. Um, uh, so Eddie Guerrero. Well, what, all, what other toy you got back there? Is, that's just got... the action figures. Okay. Right. Um, so I got, I got Eddie Guerrero, The Undertaker, Ric Flair, Christian, and Edge. And uh, that? just the five that my grandkid dragged out of the rec room. <laughs> <laughs> there was a ring there too, but it's like, it's a piece of garbage. And then I got the books behind me there. If you can here, see them, really the see lion's them. tail, uh, deuce is wild by some goofball <laughs> and uh, the Bret Hart book. And then I got the blues brothers uh, poster that I just added today. Um, oh yeah. Just, Ooh, just today. I've well, got so my... many toys. I thought there'd be some rhyme or reason to yours. No, no. I got, you see, it. can you see the uh, UFC uh, credential placards that I got on hanging there too? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just behind my head on the heritage classic thing. Um, they're uh, from the different shows that I've been credentialed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. Him. Yeah. 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 Him. Okay. yeah. So, and you've I got, got yeah, I see some of that more. too. Yeah. Yours is cooler than mine. Um, Garrett did the observer live. Did you watch that or anything no, like, that he was on okay. yesterday with Andrew Zarian? Andrew Zarian's got this freaking cool studio. Yeah. Um, like it's professional, you know, does I he mean, have uh, a Tadao Yasuda figure? I don't know. You do though. <laughs> I do. Don't you? Yeah. Does he have a, does he have a Genki pseudo? Big no, head. but he's got a wrestling observer. He's got a W wrestling observer live um, coffee mug. I don't know where the hell he got that, but That's cool. he's only been working just, there for a year. I should have one by now. I'm just gonna grab some random stuff and we'll see how cool, cool it is. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Uh, we got about three minutes left, so we're good. Masato. K. He looks like Gordy House. That's huh? cool. That that, yeah. that looks like a Funko figure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. Look Where'd you this. get those? You get you got mail I, order I, from Japan. Foreign objects on Instagram. <laughs> look at this. Sakuraba. Oh, wow. That's cool. Fujita. These are, just, I mean, there's some really cool ones. I just want a. Uh, have you like, seen the new? Have, did you see the new Fujita? The young guy? Have you seen him yet? Uh, no. He's, yeah, he's, I think that's relation? his name. One of, no, one of the new young boys. He's awesome. Oh, I think his I last name's Fujita. Yeah. I saw his third match that he had with the other young boy. And oh my God, they had a 10 minute draw and it was awesome. Wasn't he's as good as real... your match with uh, Ren Narita, but it was it was good. He's a real fiery one, right? Yeah, yeah, that, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, well, who's that? Oh, Great Kali and uh, oh no, Giant Silva. Is yeah. that Great Kali and Giant Silva? Yeah, the two pack. How cool awesome! Is that? Giant Silva, holy crap! You're like the only person in North America that owns one of those. Probably right. No, That's... there's plenty other people. There's plenty. Those other are people. cool. Holy shit. But I mean, I I'm probably one of the few with the Tamara figure. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're one of the few who knows who he is. <laughs> I know who he I'm is. Still voting for him for the observer. I don't care if he's on the ballot oh, yeah. or not. Did you and, do your uh, right there? Oh, oh, oh. nice. Yes, nice. Did you, did you, you get a ballot, right? Yeah. So I've got my ballot just about done. And my friend JD, well, who who you know, 
He's yes. pushing for Paul Orndorff to get in the Hall of Fame. And I'm trying to, I'm looking at my ballot, trying to figure out who I can replace on my ballot with Paul Orndorff. And well, how many people are you supposed to have? Well, you can have 10 and then you can have five um, non, um, non-wrestlers. So my, my guys, okay, so for historical, I got Cowboy Bob Allison, Chavo Sr. For modern performers in USA Canada, I've got Edge, Slaughter, and then I'm torn between Punk, or I or I want to put in Psycho Clown from Mexico, and that's my like, that's basically my tenth spot. And then for Japan, I got Okada, Tenkoji, Naito, and Ishii. And then for Mexico, I got Mystico. So I'm like, I don't know who, where, how I can put Orndorff on my ballot and take off one of those guys. Like, even though I think Orndorff's a Hall of Famer, you know, I just don't think he's more of a Hall of Famer than any of those people. You don't think Kawei? Is he better oh. than Okada or maybe he's better than Ishii? I mean, the, the thing is I put Ishii in there for just for Here, his match quality. Here's another one. Marafuji. Yeah. Right. Like, is he on the ballot? I, yep. Marafuji. Okay. Shima. Yeah. Shima. Right? Is, I mean, if you think Shima about that, does, does, yeah. does Dragon Gate exist now without Shima? I don't know. Right. Yes. And I mean, surely. Never that's mind that. Does AEW exist? If you want to connect the dots, right? There's, like, there's, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so many guys like this is such a strong ballot. Hayabusa, right? Yeah. Like clearly, you know, it doesn't have the longevity, no. um, you know, the in-ring, uh, some of it was spectacular. Some of it's not, but legacy his positive contribution yeah. to wrestling really inspired, you know, I, like in a way, ECW, some of the action that we saw there, and then generations after that, too. You know, he was like the first of a generation. That's uh, the case for, during his time. For like even yeah. guys like Goldberg and Warrior, you know, like, I mean, if you're talking Hall of Fame, quote, you know, using putting fame in capital letters, like, I mean, that's kind of what is what puts Slaughter over the edge for me. Like, I think Slaughter belongs based on, you know, everything oh. and fame being Here, one of them. Here's a slam dunk one, right? Nikki Bella to me. Well, I mean, slam dunk because think about how many women, and I'll tell you straight off the bat. Uh, my wife watched Total Bellas, some of that stuff. My ex used to watch some of that stuff. So there's tons of girls. Shouldn't she be in the non wrestler category though, then? Like, wouldn't she have a better chance getting in and, and not performers? I yeah, mean, that's the thing. Like, I voted okay, like, I'm gonna say this. And hope that not a ton of people watch this, although it'll probably be in my most watched episode so far. Um, I voted for Stephanie <laughs> because, like, for non wrestler, you know, like, um, I just, you know, I just think like she's made a contribution to this industry and, and, you know, and it's not taken away. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, yeah. I guess it's supposed, that's the key, right? Positive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, certainly she did it. She was great in her role, yeah. but it's like yeah. to me, I would I would vote Nikki Bella above her. Yeah. Well, you if know, it was non-wrestler, I would too. Like, and that's the thing. But if she's in the wrestler category, I mean, I don't vote for Stephanie, obviously. And and I'm not sure I vote for Nikki, but I, I agree. Like she got a case. It's like Charlotte Flair's on the ballot too. And I think she can get a lot of votes, but I can't put her on, you know, I can't put her again ahead of any of those men. If you want to have a woman's category, a straight women's category, then yeah, then I vote for Charlotte. But if yeah. I'm putting her against all the men, no way. Well, Where's the MMA category? Come on. Well, I mean, You're it's supposed to be together. Yeah, I mean, there should be an MMA Hall of Fame, but that's besides the point. 
So you know what? We're already 22 minutes. So we're going to have to carry this again. I'm going to have you on in a couple months again. Um, because Yeah, I mean, we could go longer, but I, I, told, I tell people it's going to try to be 20, 25 minutes. But, um, hey, did you watch the pay-per-view this weekend? Yeah, I watched. I'm, put, uh, I'm putting you on this. I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, if if you got nothing to do, you could you could come on and and uh, review the pay per view with me and Ryan in about 20 minutes. <laughs> that is putting me on the spot. It won't be. It won't be on video. It won't be on video. So I don't have any notes on it, Paul. You okay, that's that. fine. That's fine. No, it's fine. Come on. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but uh, what what uh, was it like? I think the main card might have been the best pay per view of all time. Uh, I actually didn't see. What would it be, Marlon Vera and uh, Frankie? Edgar, well, or I mean, that was other... easily the worst match on the main card. The worst what was the other main. fight? Uh, oh, um, Burgos and Quarantillo. That Bur fight was incredible. I like, I missed that, that fight, and uh, I believe maybe the first round or two of uh, the Weilei Zhang fight. Just okay, um, there's like you know, I yeah. Got Put the kids to bed. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go grab. I forget what I was doing, getting food or something. But that's there wasn't much in those first two rounds. The last two rounds were like the most compelling in that fight. I mean, the main, the first fight was. I mean, that was an all-time, you know, great fight. And the second fight, if it had been, if Burgos and Quarantillo had been, if Chandler Gacy had had that exact same fight, it would have yeah. been even. It would have got over more than the fight that Chandler and Gacy had. I mean, it was that good. It was just it wasn't Chandler and Gacy. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like if you and, you know, and you, no offense, but if you and Fred Rosser had the exact same match as, you know, Okada and Tanahashi, obviously Okada and Tanahashi are getting over way more, you know, so it's the same kind of thing. No. <laughs> it's depends still a great fight. Like, I mean, it was still where, depends yeah. where it's at. Yeah, true. Let's see those true. guys get over in the octagon, huh? True, true, true. But yeah, no. So I mean, yeah, that second fight, the Burgess Quarantillo was was great, and yeah, Ryan, I'll talk about that. But um, yeah, There's a lot then, of great finishes on the undercard too. I yeah. Mean, oh um, my god, like six straight like, knockouts. Uh, yeah, obviously everybody's gonna talk about the Barnett spin kick on Jean Vellante, oh, which that, was that, great. That finish by Pereira with the fake. Like when he faked him with the one oh. knee and hit him with the other one. Holy shit. Yeah. Chris Curtis. Yeah. The big KO on Phil Hawes. Or I, or as Dave Meltzer put it, Phil Hawes getting the KO on the review. Oh. <laughs> Imamov, or however you say it. Yeah. Imamov. Brutalizing. Nasserdine. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, poor Edmund. Like he just got his, he just got elbowed into the cage. Like, oh man, that. Yeah. That was so brutal. He had nothing for the guy. Yeah, six straight. I was worried too because the first three fights were all like decision and they were kind of boring and the fans were booing and I'm like, oh man, this is yeah. a long card. And then it picked up. Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear turned things around. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But yeah, let's wrap this. Let's sucker up. I mean, I could talk to you for two hours. Um, the last time I had you on uh, in the clinch, I remember saying like we were trying to get you out of here, and you're like, I could go for two hours. That was when you were stuck in the hotel room <laughs> yeah. in Jersey. Yeah, I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Oh, how bad does that hurt, eh? The guy, the guy that beat you won the million bucks. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I know. Like, and that I, at least it wasn't was... some bum that beat me. I guess True. right. That whole tournament was and, so brutal. And like, then uh, Jordan Young with the big KO. Yeah. Over Akmanov, it was like an exact. It was like. A completely different guy than the guy, not completely different guy than the guy I fought, but the guy that I fought in the third round. Like, if you get that guillotine, improved in this fight. if you get that guillotine on shoe face, you might have a million bucks right now. Yeah. But well, you know, if fans are butts, yeah. So.
it didn't happen. But that's cool. Thanks. You know what? You're killing it in pro wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, for Filthy, I'm Grandpa Dez, and this has been Cup of Joe with Grandpa Dez. <laughs>